How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome in here. Uh, still to come this hour, if you were affected by that AT&T outage, those of you that uh, had that unfortunate situation late last week, we know now what AT&T is going to give you. Oh, boy. For your inconvenience. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I, I think I'll go out and buy me a taco. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, that's it's, about it. It's not great. We'll get to that coming up here. Um, Fox four uncovered this next story here about this law that exists in Missouri. I, I don't um, we are not the only one to have this, but I don't like the company that we're in. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Texas, Arizona, and Arkansas uh, have uh, laws like this as well. And there's a legislator, uh, Ashley On or Ani, I guess, a Democrat representing District 14 in Platte County, has introduced legislation to change this, but we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, so much legislation is proposed every year that doesn't go anywhere. This one, though, would amend a Missouri law that says that you cannot get a divorce if you are female and pregnant. I'm glad you threw in, um, not that a male can get pregnant, but right. let's let's point out there are no laws against when a man can get divorced, but a woman, th there are rules on that. Uh, there are no exceptions for domestic violence. Nothing. No. There it, are it, no exceptions at all. Now, you can file... You while can you're, you can file while you're pregnant or he can file while you're pregnant, uh, but the, the judge cannot finalize the divorce under Missouri law until the child is born or the pregnancy ends otherwise. And it seems to be an issue of child support and custody being a part of that divorce being finalized. 
Well, what if they've already made a decision on their own that they that she or he, I mean, what, what if they've already made decisions that don't need to be a part of the divorce? Right. See, and that's what I was doing. I was trying to come up with what is the nightmare scenario here? Because you could easily make the case, well, just because you can't finalize the divorce doesn't mean you have to live together. Right. You know, there, there's, there's right. very little involved in that. But the custody thing is really, really important. And here's why. So let's say, for the sake of argument, that she is being abused, physically, mentally, whatever, that, that he's an abusive jerk. Oh, I don't like where this is going. I know right. where I'm going here. And, and then it, but she deals with it because of all of the pressures involved in it and everything else, and the family doesn't want her to get divorced and all of this. And then all of a sudden, she finds out she's pregnant and says, this is the last straw. I will not have a child with him being the father. She can't have that divorce finalized until the child is born, which means that now she's got to go to court again over custody. Where if she got divorced while she was still pregnant, there wouldn't necessarily be the same kind of custody issues because the marriage has already been dissolved. And to make that matter worse, he could, to, to keep going with your example, if this goes into court, which it, it certainly would then, he could argue for 50-50 custody yes. or or complete custody because they're still married. Because they're still married, exactly. So if, uh, you know, where if the divorce was finalized and they, they went to court over a custody issue, she could say, yeah, I divorced that guy because he was abusive and I, I don't want him around the child. Now, she could still say that, but if they're still married, they're on different footing in court. So this forces her to wait. And yeah, that's that's a really bad deal for a woman in that kind of position. Um, yes, the, the playing out of this is ridiculous. Um, let's see, during, yeah, that's exactly the testimony that somebody gave earlier this month. Woman shared testimony about an abusive situation that she was in while pregnant. Uh, she was being physically and emotionally abused, but there was reproduction coercion used. Help me out reproduction coercion uh, she said the uh, when she found out she was pregnant she asked a lawyer if she could get a divorce and was essentially told no i'm not sure yeah i, I don't know what reproduction coercion means i don't either i've never heard that term before um okay let me do we have laws in missouri about um if a woman well a woman can't really easily get an abortion in missouri anymore when it was easier for a woman to get an abortion in Missouri, did we have laws about men having to sign off on that? Oh, wow. You know, like we talked before about if a guy's going to get a vasectomy. Yeah. Does the wife have to, you know what I mean? Right. And, and I don't know. I don't know I don't, what the status of that was. So if you do, hit us up on the text line or call. Because the way that I read that is he wouldn't let her get an abortion. You know, like it, she becomes that's yeah, I mean, marital rape, let's say. And because they're married, if he has to sign off on that abortion, he won't let her do it. And if she right. So he would be effectively sentencing her to motherhood. Right. Because she can't divorce him. And then a court can give him 50 percent custody of this child because he could argue for it because they're married. <laughs> or if you really wanted to stick uh -huh. it to her uh you know he could he could force her to stay married force her to have the child then once she has the child go ahead and divorce her and make her have full custody of a child she didn't want wow 
I mean, child support then you gotta becomes pay. Sure. an issue. Um, and then what if he won't? 913-586-7798 if you have feelings here. This is why I do not understand why all 50 states don't do child support the way Illinois does. It's, Illinois does something well. Oh, believe it or not. I know. It's, it, it's crazy. It was one of the few <laughs> things that actually made sense. It goes simply by how much money you make. Uh, how many children you have, and then it's a sliding scale. So you are locked into okay. to a dollar amount, and they take it out of your check. You, oh you, yeah, you never see it. You don't have yes. the, you don't have the opportunity not to pay child support unless you want to quit your job and not eat anymore. So aren't there cases though? You're right. It is automatic. Under what circumstances does it have to come out of your check? Like court ordered? You, can, if you yes. If you have if refused you to pay. pay child support before, yes, the judge can order that it be done that way. But Missouri doesn't by rote. I mean, I'm sure a judge in Missouri could do that for somebody who is a constant deadbeat dad. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that they even allow you to skate around child support and just do nothing but threaten you. Um, so there is an effort to get this law off the books. I would love to know how often this has kept a woman from getting a divorce when she wanted one or from get, or from having her divorce finalized. How often has it happened where this law applied? Because this feels like one of those that a judge isn't going to apply this law unless the guy fights it. You know what I mean? Unless the guy says, we just found out she's pregnant. No, no, no. I we, we you can't finalize this now. Yeah, this is a bad idea for so many reasons. So, yeah, I, I'm fully in support of this new legislation passing that would get rid of this. Colin, did you find anything? I know you're sending links, but I can't look yeah, at them and I'm talk at the same I'm time. I'm still trying. I didn't know if it was too helpful. I was trying to have talking to John off the air to see if that was helpful or not, because I don't want to say anything that would. Um, to be unproductive. Yeah. Uh, according to find law. Uh, Supreme Court found laws requiring a spouse's consent for an abortion to be unconstitutional. Okay. So. Well, that's good at least. Yeah, it, it may have been there at one point, but yeah, it wouldn't be anymore. Okay. Uh, 913-586-7798 if you want to get in here. Uh, we'll get to more of your comments next year on KMBZ. Talking about the story that we got out of Fox 4, there is an effort to amend a law that exists in Missouri and three other states that says a judge and a court, uh, if they find out that a woman is pregnant in the course of going through a divorce, a judge cannot finalize that divorce until after she has given birth in order to finalize child custody and support, child support. And as one other texter pointed out, to prove paternity. Yes, and I've also been uh, looking up a little bit more about that phrase that you and I had never heard before, reproductive coercion, mm -hmm. and it is what you would expect. It's that uh, it can't be done legally anymore, but it can be done if if it's already an abusive relationship. It doesn't, you know, you you can probably pretty pretty easily put together the idea that he would say to her, "You're going to carry that child to term, or I will take it out of your hide." Right. Right. So th that's kind of what it is referring to uh, in that case. I want to read one text and we'll go to phones here because clearly we have someone with experience with this. Uh, texter says, I was pregnant and I was with my boyfriend, um, still married but separated for nine months. My husband didn't want to pay for or help with the divorce. I was the one requesting it. I couldn't get divorced until the baby was born to prove who the father was, even though I knew. 
Somebody else said who has experience with the taking child support out of your check thing. I didn't think about this. Uh, she said, as soon as the court orders child support be taken directly out of somebody's check, they quit. Uh, right. Yeah. Because how are you going to take it out of my check if I don't work there? Yes. Uh, 913-586-7798. Let's go to Devin in Kansas City. Hello, Devin. Hey, how's it going? Go on. Um, Great. So I wanted to say uh, that uh, in regards to not letting the woman or the man divorce while pregnant, for a man that I, I wasn't married, but for a man that had to fight for custody of his child, um, a long, expensive, a very expensive battle, I think that's a benefit to to men like me because if the courts allow, you know what I'm saying, that to happen, then that's just an up, uphill battle for us to fight for custody. But to stop the divorce from happening before the child is born to establish custody, we don't have to go fight that uphill battle. And it's definitely – and the, the problem is a lot of people think that when men and women go into court, they automatically think we're on equal ground. We're not on equal ground as men. We're not. We're always at a disadvantage, and the courts are always going to be partial to women. So I think this does help. For men who's been in my situation, um, that you know, I, I it took a, a year and a half, two years, and thousands of dollars for me to um, to get equal custody. And, and, and here's the thing: I went and, and did the blood test myself, and to court, they said, "No, we don't accept that. We got to have a court-ordered blood, blood, uh, you know, DNA test." Sure. And I went down there and put myself on child support. They said, "No, we don't want your money. We want the court to order it." And then that's when they started taking it out of my check. You know, I, I, how you how you doing, Jamie? I used to work at KNBZ, and I worked at Carter Hi, Broadcast Devin. and a whole bunch of other radio stations. We talked um, last week, yep. the, yeah. Yeah, and, and it comes right out of your check. And, you know, I think that those are idiots who quit their job so they don't have to support their kids. Because <laughs> they, they're, they're not supporting themselves either, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, – and, and I get why the law is there, but – and I get why people would want to, you know, admolish that law, but – for somebody who had to fight for custody of my child, hallelujah, he's 19 years old now, and paternity has long been established, but that was very traumatic for me. I didn't have the money to, to pay eight, $9,000 for an attorney. I, I didn't get to see my kid for two years while going through this. You know what I'm saying? But had I been married and they said we're not going to allow the divorce until custody is established, that would definitely help men who are already going to go into the courtroom not on equal footing, but, not on equal ground. But how, just, how would that change if you weren't married? So, so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if I had been married, this is this 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 supports. But me, I wasn't married at the time, so I'm I'm taking it. Say, for instance, okay, we get a divorce, and then I have to establish custody after that. Yeah, that's just more of a headache for me. But if, if they make us establish custody while we're married and I have a little bit equal grounding, then that's a benefit for a man that wants to be in his child's life. And thank God I was able to raise my son. I was able to raise my son, you know. Um, he lived with me up until, you know, he got his own apartment. You know what I'm saying? But so if I was married and, and she wanted to divorce me, hurry up before uh, custody was established, then I'd have to fight that, that battle. So, you know, for the men who are in bad situations, because there's men who are in bad situations, and you're, you're married, you're like, yeah, I'm glad the judge won't allow this divorce because I want to make sure that I'm getting my equal say in how our, ch our child or our children is raised. Does that make sense? It, it, yeah, it, it does. I just don't know. I mean, in, in a practical sense, how much would you gain as a man 
by, I mean, because you're going to have to fight for custody one way or the other. You've been there. You did it. You know. So you're going to have to fight for custody one way or the other. How much of an advantage would you get if you were still married at the time? I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, on what you guys said, being married is a different, there's a different standard when it comes to custody than not being married. So if I was married and, and she was pregnant, I'm a little bit more equal than if we were divorced. And I had to fight for custody would, because in a marriage, especially in Missouri, uh -huh, go ahead. I was going to say, would it change matters for you if we were talking about a situation like Jamie said before, where there is no exception in Missouri law for domestic violence? What if there was? Uh, those, those parts I can't speak on because that wasn't my that wasn't my experience. No, or but my, you can have an opinion. My mother, her experience. Uh, on my opinion. I would say there has to be room for extenuating circumstances. Okay. I, I would want there to be room for extenuating circumstances, definitely. Definitely. Okay. All right. Um, I wouldn't want my sister or somebody I cared for, a woman that had to stay in a marriage or, or carry the child under threat of being, you know, physically harmed. Yeah, I think that's wrong, definitely. Okay. All right. Devin, thank you. Thanks, Devin. I mean, it, uh, my, my interest in this is making things as equal as you can. Sure. And maybe that's the way to do it. You know, maybe being all one way or all the other way isn't what ought to be done here. But you need to allow some kind of exception to take place for, for like he said, extenuating circumstances. Yeah, we could have the conversation about um, that not having an exception for domestic violence. Because that's and, and I know that men are victims of domestic violence also. And I don't want to be dismissive of that. Sure. But we're talking about a woman being pregnant. So we're talking about a woman who is the victim of domestic violence here and forcing her to stay married. I mean, as simple as forcing her to stay connected to a man whom she is pregnant with now and clearly wants to get away from, that's that's just problematic. And all you're doing is keeping a domestic violence situation alive. Right. Uh, let's and enforcing them to be in contact where that's the last thing that she's going to want. Um, let's go to Valerie in Kansas City up next. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Um, so here's the woman's uh, point of view. As a matter of fact, I've been paying child support for almost 30 years, 30 years. My kids are grown and have kids of their own. I just stopped paying child support like two years ago. The state of Missouri, I had two sons by my husband were still legally married. My parents forced us to get married. Long story. But anyway, when I wouldn't go back to him and live with him, he said, I'm not paying child support. So we went downtown. I said, my husband's not helping me support the kids. So she said, well, you can get food stamps, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, fine. So they gave them to me. So then they put his name, had his name down there and everything. So the kids went to live with my mother for the summertime because uh, I was living in the projects and the whole family was upset about the kids living down there, blah, blah, blah. So my mom wouldn't come down there to get the benefits each month for the kids. I wound up having a third child by someone else. Now, I'm still married to the first two kids' husband, uh, father. So he now legally, just because we're married, now he has – he's – like viewed as the child's uh, father, even though we went down there and the other father, uh, you know, signed the birth certificates. Anyway, Missouri just makes it very difficult. So anyway, when I went and had the benefits put in my mom's name so that they could be mailed to her home because I didn't have a car for her to come down each month. So
So what the caseworker didn't tell me was after 30 days, if I didn't have the benefits put back in my name, even though I wound up moving back to my parents' house, now I'm uh, considered an absent parent. So this went like for three or four years as a convenience. It was like, well, you know, we're still in the same household together. So when I went and got my first full-time job with um, Kansas City School District, my first check, they took out 50%. And I was like, what is this? It said child support. I'm like, child support? How how would I owe child support? The father's not even paying child support. Yeah. And so I called and they said, well, uh, because you're working and the fathers aren't. So they said, well, you can make arrangements. I said, but I'm living with my kids. Well, now you have to go through an appeal. I said, an appeal? You have to have stamps taken out your mom's name and put blah, blah, blah. So Five years went by, actually, before I knew about it, that we had to do that. And so they took, when I got the, uh, made the payment arrangements till I could figure out how to do the other stuff, when I got my income tax check, it was for $5,000. They took the whole check. My state check came. Oh, yeah. It was 700 Well, I didn't get it. They sent little blue letters. Right. So next thing you know, I'm getting a thing from child support, this white card, and I look at it. They said, I owe $58,000. I'm like, how do I owe $58,000? They said, well, your mom was getting benefits for the three kids in her name for these past few years. I'm like, well, we didn't think it was a big deal. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so it's not like we was doing anything shady or anything. We, You know what I'm saying? We're the country folks. So we're just like, well, we, we're out here together, so what's need me going back down there and sitting for four hours and having put it back in my name? Yeah. When we all still just go to the store. So I've been going through this since 1998. So the dad, they only paid like $9 a month or just whatever they felt. I think all together they may have paid two or $3,000. Hey, Valerie, we're getting, we're tight on time here. We'll, we'll, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for the call. I mean, obviously the system's broken, but it sounds like she made a lot of mistakes. It's one of the reasons why you'll hear people say, you know, I understand lawyers are expensive, but, yeah. but there's a reason. And she's got 58,000 reasons why she should have consulted with one at the beginning of this. Yes. All right. Thank you to everybody for getting here. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll take a break here. Coming up, we'll talk about how a woman got caught. <laughs> lying to her boss, what she was doing when she shouldn't have been. And if you were affected by the AT&T outage, we'll talk about what you're going to get coming up next here in KMBZ. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details all right, if you were a part of that big AT&T outage last week, uh, AT&T is going to pay you back, I guess, <laughs> for your trouble. Five bucks. Uh, five dollars. Yeah, five bucks. We That's good? what you get. <laughs> I People were losing their minds. Uh, I mean, it, it was all anybody was talking about. Uh, and I forget, was it Wednesday of last week? It was later in the week. Yeah, it was Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And people yeah. were going nuts about it. I can't get a call to go through. And uh, we got hit by it a little because some of the uh, the other carriers, and I'm with T-Mobile, uh, but we had, yeah. there was one situation where we were trying to get uh, some communication back and forth with some friends about, you know, where are we going to go meet for lunch or something like that? And nothing would go through. Uh, but it only lasted for about five minutes. With the folks who were on AT&T, they were off for hours. Uh, yeah, Colin and I are both Verizon, and we said on Thursday, neither one of us was affected. Yeah. I didn't. And I, I woke up to, uh, it was actually Nick Benner from Channel 9 that I heard mention it first uh, in the morning. And that was like at 4.30. And there were people that were telling us they didn't get service back until 1 o'clock. Wow. I mean, if you are in any kind of business, I was worried it was going to affect our phone calls and our texts coming into the station. Because then what they told everyone to do was do Wi-Fi calling. Yes. I wouldn't know how to Wi. I wouldn't know how to Wi-Fi call. I do, but only because we spent all that time in Cooperstown. Where let me tell you, cellular service is awesome, <laughs> and I'm yeah. being completely sarcastic. It's horrible. So we had to rely on that for a while when we were at mom's house and and use the Wi-Fi to call. But it's a pain in the butt to set up. Yeah, I, I could probably do it if somebody talked me through it, but yeah. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> That's a pain in the neck. I don't want to deal with that. So five dollars for your trouble. Have fun, everybody. Yeah. That's for, for the amount of business. I am just wondering if the lawsuits are going to happen. 
if somebody uh, yes. you know lost out on a giant business deal or something like that or had something fall through because they couldn't get a call out. Oh, you'll have somebody who couldn't get through to 911. Oh, yeah, right. Because there were 911 was out as a result in some places. And so you'll have some people as I go very dark for just a moment, if there were any deaths because the, it was tied to either a 911 call not going through because it couldn't get out sure. or because 911 was down, you'll have lawsuits. Do you know how many calls come into the average 911 call center in the space of an hour? <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's 500? a huge, sure. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, if you've got that many hours and it was a nationwide outage, I mean, everybody was affected by this, then, yeah, it's easy to see that that probably did happen. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. But, I mean... Five look, if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything, make it meaningful. If you're yeah. just if you're gonna slide me five bucks, you know what? Keep it. <laughs> just don't yeah. even buy, don't do anything. Doing nothing would be in my mind preferable to saying, Oh, we'll credit you five bucks on your next bill. Gee, will you? Oh, thanks. Well, so I assume the reason is no one they assume no one is going to leave AT&T because of this. Probably. They're not worried about losing AT&T business as a result of this because AT&T is saying, listen, we, there was nothing we could do about it. It was a technical failure somewhere. We didn't do it on purpose. No one's going to move service because of this. Yeah, they said that uh, I, I guess they came out with a statement this morning that said that they were working on uh, pushing a software update that would make service better. <laughs> Mission accomplished mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and screwed up and you know put the wrong software out there or something and it caused that crash. Uh, so enjoy your $5, AT&T customers. It's <laughs> very, very generous of them. Uh, okay, we go to uh, the Daily Mail here for this next story about a woman who was caught after she had made a claim about injuries in a car crash. Yep. Um, it, it's the typical, like, we hear these all the time. Somebody claims in a car wreck they broke their neck or whatever, and a court awards a ton of money, and then they are seen out doing something that they couldn't do if they had those injuries. That is exactly what happened here. And the thing that she was doing is what makes this story awesome. Yeah, I mean, she mm-hmm. said that, you know, she was out of work for months and months. And, you know, she was asking for 650,000 pounds, which is uh, about $700,000, 750000 It's a lot of money. But, uh, yeah, she said she was hit from behind and had all kinds of injuries. Uh, She said she couldn't work for over five years. She couldn't play with her children or carry out basic chores due to her constant back and neck pain. But when the picture of her winning a Christmas tree throwing contest (laughs) was uh, was shown to the courts, she decided to drop that. This was out of Ireland. Uh, And so an Irish high court hearing in Limerick uh, was shown a photo that had been published in a national newspaper of her hurling the spruce tree on January 8th of 2018. She argued that while she looked happy in the pictures from the charity event, she was still suffering from her injuries and endured pain to this day. (laughs) I mean, the chutzpah between even or, or, that's involved in even saying something like that. It's like, OK, I may have looked like I was having a good time. Look, lady, it's not just that you participated in a Christmas tree throwing contest. It's that you won. Yeah. And it's the picture of credit to whoever took this picture, because it's if you're trying to think about the the physicality of throwing a Christmas tree. Uh huh. 
which I, I've never thought about before. <laughs> it's, um, you know, she's up on one foot and she's got the other foot way back in the air. And she clearly had to take the spruce tree and throw it over her head because that was her move. And it's not small. It's bigger it's than huge. she is. And so you don't, I get looking happy when you're still in pain, but you can't do that move. Right. You can't, some of us can't do that move in, not in pain. Well, here's here's what I'm wondering about now, because um, she quit her job following the crash and took disability payments. So uh -oh. she was actually on disability. That amounted to almost a half a million euros. That's a lot of money. I mean, and, and what are they going to do now? I mean, the fact that she got all of that money, can they go back somehow and prove that her injuries didn't even... She shouldn't have quit her job in the first place. She never should have been on disability. So this accident happened 11 months before she is seen in the Christmas tree throwing. Uh, it happened on February 3rd, 2017. She said her injuries were so severe she could not lift a heavy bag without feeling shooting pain. <laughs> uh, there were times where her husband had to bring medication to her in bed which she could not leave for half the day due to her agony. Um, the court heard that just a few days before she had informed doctors of her condition, that was when she finished at the top of this Christmas tree event. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to give her maybe whatever money she could have gotten between the accident and the tree throwing. Because maybe she made a miraculous recovery. Sure. The morning of the tree throwing. But any time since then, no. Yeah, and that's right, because you would have to go back and prove that a year after. Well, this was 11 months after. So, I mean, yeah. she was still getting disability payments for five years. Yeah. So that means that even if she did make some kind of miraculous recovery, she she stayed on disability? Why? Yeah, Um is your prediction that she is going, there will be an investigation here oh, into fraud? Yeah. I mean, and she's, she's going to want $400,000 back. She's certainly not going to get a dime out of this lawsuit. But yes, I think that's what she's going to be facing now is that whoever the governing authority is over, you know, whatever the Department of Health and Human Services is in Ireland, that they're going to go after her and try to get some of that money back. And what a dummy. Yeah. What a dummy. I mean, if you know you're scamming, the court system over this wreck and you're not first the first person to think to do it be smart enough to hide your injuries in public and not win the competition yeah and have your picture in the paper it's not a great look what a, what a dummy <laughs> i just so yeah we'll uh we'll follow that one and see how that one ends up going uh coming up andy reed i think is about to get rewarded for his super bowl wins here we'll talk about that next here on kmbz we have a bunch of Chiefs news to get to here to wrap the hour. Uh, we'll also talk about a former Chiefs coach and where he's headed for the next season, not where we thought he was going to go. Uh, but Andy Reid, he keeps getting asked, are you going to retire? I, I don't know if it's just like we're out of questions for him or what. <laughs> well, he is at retirement age. He's 65. So, you know, eh. but I, we've, we've seen coaches coach in the NFL well into their 70s. How, how would you, why would you leave now? Sure. Of all times, well, you know, you, you've got the dream team right now. You could also make the case though, that after two Super Bowl wins in a row, that, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to retire at retirement age, then you go out on top. Although no team has ever won three Super Bowls in a row.
So if okay. you're Andy Reid, at least for this upcoming season, there's reason to stick around for at least one more. But it sounds like, I mean, why quit if you don't have to? And you're making this kind of money. Now it looks like he's going to be making a lot more money. Yeah, he, by the way, now is the oldest coach in the NFL. Yep. After uh, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, and Belichick were, yeah, were got, out. Got tossed. <laughs> at the age of 72 and 71. So again, he's 65. So negotiations are underway or are going to be underway that would make Andy Reid the highest paid coach in the NFL. And it's if you're, if you're wondering why he isn't already, well, it's about contracts and when you sign them and, you know, who's, who has signed more recently than you. In fact, the two AFC West coaches that out-earn Andy Reid both have shorter tenures at their new jobs than he does. Uh, Sean McVay, or not Sean, yeah, Sean McVay and, oh, who was the other one? I just had it pulled up in front of me. Um, oh, Mike Tomlin's ahead of him, Pete Carroll, uh, Greg Popovich, John Harbaugh. Uh, John Harbaugh is actually tied with Andy Reid. So, yeah, I mean, as it stands right now, he's sixth. He makes $12 million a year, which isn't nothing. Okay. Right. But, but compare that to what Bill Belichick got paid for the last year of his contract this last season. That was $20 million. And they expect Andy Reid to, to top that. Yeah, it's already believed that he was under contract through at least the 2025 season. Now, contracts can be renegotiated all the time. Sure. Have you met Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> yes. So, so they could just say, you know, I mean, we, I could name you and so could you. Plenty of Chiefs players. Whose contract said one thing? It wouldn't surprise me if Travis Kelsey's contract at some point is renegotiated uh, also. So just because he's under contract through the 2025 season, it's completely possible that they sign a new deal this summer that is better than that one and goes beyond 2025. Sure. And I mean, let's say just for the sake of argument that the Chiefs are now, and I, I say this with no knowledge whatsoever, but this is the kind of thing that can happen is that he's contracted through 2025. He's decided, let's say, for the sake of argument, that he wants to be done at age 70, that he wants to coach through 2028. Well, are you going to sign another contract two years down the road for two years? No, you, you right. would go through and renegotiate a contract for four years and uh, you'd be able to make the money that will secure your your retirement and those of all of your children and their friends. You know? <laughs> yes, and, everyone and, you've and, ever met. Right, yeah. exactly. Cash in while you can and then, you know, get out when you decide to get out. When is Mahomes, when is his contract up? Oh, he, he signed for 10 years. So, but how many that was, years ago? It, it was either last... I think it's 2030. Yeah. Could be wrong. It'll I think, be no, I think you're there. right. I think you're right. I think, yeah, he signed right after the first Super Bowl win. I could see, I could see Andy Reid sticking around through the end of Patrick Mahomes' contract. Hmm. That would make him 71? Yeah. 72? So, yeah, 71 so, or 72. So, yeah, maybe. That would make sense. Um, so... Yeah, they're they're gonna start those negotiations and give him a better deal because they know that he's they know that he's worth it. Um, let's talk about this punter. This was on our list last week. Oh, we Matariza, yeah, punt god. Um, yeah, Matariza was originally drafted last year. Not not the draft that was here, but the one before that. Uh, drafted before the 2023 season. No, I said that wrong. Before the 2022 season. What year is it again? Um, but he, he was, <laughs> I said earlier. <laughs> he, was he was drafted by Buffalo. And, and it just happened that I was up there when the story broke. Okay. So it was all over Buffalo media because, uh, I mean, even drafting a punter, you know, a lot of them are just free agents and you just walk on. But they drafted a punter. Um, because this guy was astounding and it made all of these incredible kicks, you know, while he was in college. 
And then all of a sudden, a story broke that there was a rape on campus when he was in college and that he was involved in it. Now, almost immediately, the Bills cut him and said, we can't. In the middle of all of this, we we cannot have you come and play for us. Um, But they did issue a statement at the time that was kind of a, we're making this move because he's got other things he needs to do to focus on right now other than football. (laughs) But it wasn't Uh a condemnation. They didn't say, we think this guy's a rapist. And it's a good thing that they didn't because in the ensuing year, Matt Ariza was cleared. Not only was he cleared, it came out that not only did he not sexually assault this girl, who was sexually assaulted by other people, but that he helped her afterward. So he was actually doing the right thing, and it cost him a year of playing in the NFL. But uh, as a result of the Bills cutting him, he became a free agent. He is now signed with the Chiefs. Yeah, he wasn't even at the party uh, as, as, they, as yeah. they found out later. So, um, so yeah, we've, we're going to have him here now as the connections between Buffalo and Kansas City continue. Yeah, exactly. And I sit here in my Bills t-shirt, but uh-huh, uh, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it, it uh, he was and probably still is an incredible player. Now, how that well how well that's going to translate into the NFL? I mean, every piece on your team is important, you know, especially kickers, kickers and punters. I mean, yeah. they don't make the money that the skill position guys do, but it's because they're only out there for a few plays, but those few right. plays are vital. Harrison so, Bucker, we all know. Yeah, right, exactly. How important that is. Um, and, and I mean, uh, you know, the Chiefs over time have had some top putters as well. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be another extension of that. Um, I'm going to give Taylor Swift some credit here, and that's going to make some of you crazy. <laughs> but the NFL has announced that the salary cap for the 2024 season will be a record $255.4 million per team. It is significant because it's up by 13.6% over last year's cap. Yeah. And it's because of increasing revenue. And if you want, I mean, there are so many teams that were going into this offseason with big time cap problems. Um, I mean, <laughs> the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, so we were well, them. And the Bills <laughs> and the Dolphins. And yeah, I mean, there's just tons of teams that are looking at like, there were looking at being like $40 million over the cap and having to restructure contracts and all of this stuff. Well, that makes it a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. And so it, it allows them, Patrick Mahomes won't have to take less money. He was willing <laughs> to take less money in some ways sure. so that they could get other players to help the team win. Yeah, and you do that by it ends up being the same amount of money. You give guys really easy to reach goals for the season right. and bonuses so that you know, they're going to make the money. They know they're going to make you. We, we, we have a really good idea what Patrick Mahomes stats are going to look like this next season you know, yeah. So, yeah. because he's proven it over the over the last five. But, um, yeah, so th- there are things you can do, but, uh, you know, that's a risk for the players as well because what happens if you go out uh, week one of the new season and get hurt? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, right. Yes. And you don't make those bonuses while well, all of a sudden you just screwed yourself out of a lot of money. Right. All right, coming up in the next hour, we have talked about surge pricing applying to a lot of businesses. Next, we go to restaurants with it. We'll go that to next year on KMBZ. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.